stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm going solo to talk about how to screen for the top growth stocks. These are the very best of the best, let's just say. How do you find them? How do you weed through the thousands of stocks to come up with the very best in the growth category? So I started off because I am a value investor after all, and so growth is a little bit outside of my normal comfort zone. So I didn't know how do I begin to find the best of the growth names. But I obviously knew that I wanted double-digit earnings growth to be one of the components. I just didn't know how much of the double-digit earnings growth should I look for. But I do believe in the philosophy of go big or go home, even in investing. And so if I'm going to screen for the very best of the growth stocks, I really don't want the growth that is just barely the growth, right? Like I could go for 10% earnings growth and that wouldn't be that bad. But if I want the very best and I want the hottest of the growth names, then I really want higher double digit EPS than than just the 10%. So I went for 20% or more. And while it's great that a company may be doing the 20% earnings growth this year, I wanted them to have some kind of track record. I really didn't want them to be like a one-hit wonder because we all know some of the companies that are like that. Um, They might have had an acquisition um, or something else that's just like boosting the earnings for that one year. So I also looked at 20% or more earnings growth for the prior year. So they have a little bit of a track record at least going on two years now of doing this really high earnings growth. Then I also decided I wanted to take a look at sales growth too, because earnings isn't the whole story. And if they're doing double digits in the sales, along with double digits in the earnings, then that's pretty hot. So I went a little bit easier on the sales growth. I didn't look for 20% with sales because that's that's pretty difficult to get to. And so I started with just 10 on the sales growth, but that's combined with the 20% basically two years in a row with earnings growth. And then I decided to only look at stocks that are trading at $5 or more. And I wanted average volume over 100000 for the day. And that was mainly to avoid any kind of micro cap situation because sometimes you can get pretty high growth rates off of those stocks that, you know, are even trading for the pennies under a dollar if we even have any Zacks analysts covering some, which we do on some of those. And I know there's some micro cap fans out there. Um, I'm with you. I like some stocks under five bucks too. But for this particular screen, since I'm looking for the best of the growth stocks, I wanted something that's, you know, available to more investors because there are some investors who will not buy anything under five, especially on the professional side. So I wanted that over five and over the 100,000 in average volume. So we know some people are trading in it and um, that would give me maybe some higher quality names. And then I also want rising earnings estimates, right? I want to get companies 
that the analysts are all raising those earnings estimates in addition to it being over 20%. I want something good to be going on there with the earnings. And so you know what that means? That means I'm looking for Zach's number one ranked stocks. That's it, the strong buys. Right now I looked and there's only 220 of those out of our whole universe. We cover over 4,400 stocks on the Zach's rank. So uh, only 220 of them have that number one rank. We're kind of towards the end of earnings season. So most companies have reported now. So this gives you a good idea of basically who really killed it, most likely <laughs> crushed it in the last earnings report. So I like those rising earnings estimates. I want that number one rank. If I'm going for the best, again, I want the best of everything. So this is what the screen turned out to look like. This is throwing in everything. So we have the Zach's number one rank strong buys. I have 20% earnings growth for this year, and I had 20% earnings growth for last year. Then I had 10% sales growth expected for this year. The stock had to be over $5, and it had a trade with over 100000 on the average volume. And putting it into my Zach screener, I get 26 stocks. So that's a little bit bigger than I thought I might get with this screen. So I was pretty pleased with that. And um, again, being a value investor, this was kind of my first time looking exclusively just at what the top growth stocks are like. And it was an interesting list, I have to say. I I run many screens for value, so I tend to see the same stocks over and over again on the value side. Um, and so it was encouraging to see some of these growth names that I have not seen on any of my screens before and that were in many different industries, like I said. So I like that. I like that growth is able to be found in a lot of areas and it's not all just tech either because I know that's what you're thinking, right? Like, oh, these are going to be all these tech names and things, but it really wasn't. There was a, a quite a big variety. So that's exciting to see, but I can't talk about all 26 on the podcast. So I pulled out five that I find to be interesting off the list. But um, I could have done more than just these five. But I'm going to go through five of the names, and they're all in different uh, industries as well to give you kind of a broader uh, look at what was in this screen. Okay, so the first one is a surprise, at least the industry. And because it's in retail, yes, there are some retailers that are pretty hot growth stocks right now, surprisingly. And this one is one of the niche ones, and it is one of my favorites. And it's Boot Barn, ticker B-O-O-T. So easy to remember, it's just Boot. Now, if you don't know about them, they were founded in 1978, so they've been around for quite some time. They have 240 stores now in 33 states, and they sell online. And yes, they sell boots, but it's not necessarily uh, that limited of a market for what you might think because it's both for just lifestyle boots as well as work-related boots. So a lot of like farm farmers and ranchers and whatnot buy boots from Boot Barn. So that's a big industry for them and as well as just for fashion reasons. And so they sell a lot of pretty expensive like cowboy type boots. If you ever go check out their site, I haven't been able to get to a store because I'm in a state which I don't think has any stores um, here in Illinois, but uh, a lot of their stores are in 
you know, the South, Southwest area, especially like Texas. So if you are in one of those states, I'm sure you're aware of Boot Barn, but they are basically killing it. Their second quarter results, net sales were up 11.3. Same store sales, which is a key metric for retailers, up 7.8. That's huge. It's one of the best in retail industry and retail stores. So this is the store, the brick and mortar, you're driving up and you're going in there were up 8%. It even outdid e-commerce, which was up 7 So all those people are saying, oh, brick and mortar is dying. Apparently not in boots. You want to go and try them on. So the re- retail store is killing it. They also improved operating margins, which not a lot of retailers are doing right now, by 170 basis points. They did raise guidance. And so what do those earnings growth look like? So for fiscal 2019, they grew earnings by 92.8%. Expected to grow it 30.6% this fiscal year. Sales growth of 14.6%. So if you're looking, again, for a high, fast-growing retailer, and it's not one of the ones you might expect, like a a Canada Goose or Lululemon. No, Boot Barn, one of the best names right now, ticker B-O-O-T. Okay, let's switch to another area, and this is in data analytics. And one of my work colleagues, Kevin Cook, is a big fan of this company, and we just talked about it on the Top Stock Picks of the Week. So I was not surprised to see it on this screen. And it's Alterx, A-Y-X is the ticker. And um, it has this is the biggest market cap out of all the stocks. I should say Boot Barn market cap is $1.2 billion, so kind of a bigger small cap there. This is $6.7 billion, so we're right in the mid larger mid-cap range, and they have um, beat every quarter since their 2017 IPO on earnings. Uh, 2019 earnings um, expected or was, or no, this is 2018, 81% growth there. 2019, it says 3,000%, so I'm not quite sure <laughs> what's going on with that data, but let's just suffice it to say it's it's big. And then sales growth, up uh, 55% is the sales growth expected. So as you might expect, this was a really hot IPO and the shares have been soaring, but they have come down off their high in the last three months. As some errors kind of come out of the balloon of these data analytics and cloud type of companies. So down 21.7% in the last three months could be a buying opportunity here. It's got that number one rank as all these stocks do. Okay, and then switching over to the biopharma space. So this one is Red Hill Biopharma, ticker is RDHL. Now they were reporting on the day I'm recording this, November 19th, and um, they are an Israeli biopharma company that has just recently got FDA approval for one of their drugs. Um, The one that just came in in the last month is called Talica, Talasia, and that is for a treatment of H. pylori infection, which is stomach inflammation or ulcers. So that just got FDA approval. And then they're also rolling out this other drug that is easier for those of us um, to relate to, Amicolo. I'm saying these all wrong, but you all know if you follow this company what these drugs are. And that's for the infamous traveler's diarrhea. So I'm glad to see that they're coming up with something for that. That could be a big seller. They're launching 
in the U.S. in the fourth quarter of this year and in the first quarter of 2020, both of these drugs. So they're hiring Salesforce and all that stuff to get the name out there. Now, they have partnered with another company for the um, Traveler's Diarrhea drug, Cosmo Pharma. And so they injected a bit of money into this company because you're going to need money to roll out the sales and the marketing. So they have that now. Uh, 2018 earnings growth, 34%. 2019, 20.8%. Sales growth expected 108%. But as these drugs launch launch out there, then the sales growth is definitely going to change and should be real hot component of this company. So if you're looking around for one of the drug kind of makers that is, um, you know, just launching with one of their drugs out there that does already have FDA approval, Red Hill is one to keep on your list. It is a super small cap right here, $210 million, uh, market cap. So that ticker RDHL. And then we're going to switch over to marijuana. Like I said, all these uh, different industries were represented on the screen, which is super exciting. And this one is one of the names that many of you know if you are in some of the cannabis stocks already. And I've talked about it on other podcasts and especially the ones talking about um, the cannabis stocks. But it is Innovative Industrial Properties, IIPR. This is the REIT where they... Um, buy buildings for where growers of medical marijuana, the states that have legalized the medical aspect of marijuana, um, they buy the buildings, then they enter into a long-term lease with those growers, and then they get the income, as do you if you own this company. Because remember, it's a REIT, so it pays out 90% of its income to the shareholders. This one has about, I believe it's 41 properties right now in a bunch of the states that have legalized the medical marijuana, and they continue to add to their properties. They have a market cap of $985 million, so they're also a small cap right here. And because they pay out 90% of their income, there is that dividend, which is yielding 3.7% right here. The shares have come down off of their all-time highs recently. And so that could be a buying opportunity here um, because they still have the same great growth trajectory. The 2018 um, earnings growth was up 100%. 2019 expected to be 99%, but basically... About the same 100% earnings growth again. Sales growth of 130% as they continue to add more properties. So this is kind of an interesting play if you're interested in the cannabis stocks and you also want a bit of income there, you can get it through this one, Innovative Industrial Properties, IIPR. And then we're going to finish it up with our fifth stock. This one is in cloud services, SPS Commerce. And the ticker is SPSC. They have a market cap of $1.9 billion. So the bigger small cap again here, they're based in Minneapolis. And what they do is um, they said they're a leader in cloud-based supply chain management solutions for the retail sector. So um, they're helping out those retailers get more productive here They have seen revenue growth in 75 consecutive quarters, they said on their site. And recently in the last quarter, they upped their stock repurchase. They were doing 50 million and now they're going to do 100 million in that 
program. So that's a good sign too, um, kind of shareholder friendly with the growth. So earnings 2018, they grew 101%. 2019 expected to grow 26%. Revenue growth is 12.5. So just over our 10%, but still nice double digits there with this one. Um, Also interesting, I took a look at just kind of what they've done on earnings surprises, and they haven't missed on earnings since our data began in 2016 for this company. So a real nice track record of beating as well. So that keep that in mind with SPS Commerce, SPSC. Um, This growth screen is really kind of unveiled a few of these kind of hidden gems on the growth side, I feel, because we're getting all these smaller cap stocks in here. And that's good to see because it is easier to grow over the 20% for the small caps versus even the mids or especially the large, very difficult to do these kind of growth numbers in a large cap company just because of the law the law of size, basically. And so um, you get a lot of great growth names in the smaller companies. So yeah, yeah, I love screening for growth. I always find some of these hidden gems that are in here that always makes me want to be a growth investor because they're doing really interesting things and um, really growing those sales and earnings both jointly. And that is not easy to do. So there were another 21 names in that screen. I encourage you all to adopt your own screens on finding growth stocks and really use some of the Zach's uh, methodology because it can help you uncover some of these hidden gems like like the Zach's rank can. If you got that number one rank in there, something good is going on with those earnings. At least they're being revised higher. And now we see that these companies have not only been um, revised higher recently, but the earnings, huge earnings growth is actually there and has been there for pretty much the last two years. So keep that in mind as you are doing these screens and um, always um, I try to bring you the best stocks here. So it's easy to bring these ones that are on like the best growth or the best value stocks. Um, I probably should cover some of the best dividend stocks. That's kind of been on my radar recently too, as I know a lot of you have been looking for income recently. So stay tuned for some of those. But let's recap the stocks in this episode. We had Boot Barn, which is a retail that's basically killing it and has been the last couple quarters. So if you aren't familiar with Boot Barn, check them out. B-O-O-T is the ticker there. Then we had the data analytics company, Alterex, And that ticker is AYX. We had a biopharma with a couple of products that got recent FDA approvals. So that's always exciting. RDHL is the ticker there. We have a pot stock, Innovative Industrial Properties, IIPR. And then we have the cloud services on the retail side again, SPS Commerce, SPSC is the ticker there. So you want to subscribe to get all of our podcasts because you never know what is going to be on the show and what kind of stocks I'm going to be bringing you and who's going to be on as my guests. Because I try to have guests a lot of times on the market edge, but sometimes I like to go solo too. But either way, we're always talking about what's going on in the stock market. So don't miss a single episode 
you can subscribe on SoundCloud. I know many of you are over there. And um, we're also on Apple Podcasts, of course, and we're on Spotify, but plus a whole bunch of other platforms. If you're listening to us in another country, we are on a lot of platforms uh, overseas as well. So just Google Zach's Market Edge and podcasts and try to subscribe wherever you can find us. And as always, I'll be back again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.